Hey, right, what's going on, bro? What you saying, man? How you doing, man? Yeah, man. Yeah? Still good, man. Still good. You get me? Still enjoying the time inside. Well, go on. Yeah, not too bad, bro. Not too bad. It's nice to do these pods, keeping us going, man. Do you know what I mean? That's the key thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, of course not. It's like, obviously, in this time, no, it's raw. Like, you hear me just, like, hearing the human voices, having the interactions. It's so important, man. Yeah, bro. Couldn't, couldn't agree more. It's, um... And it's just the time to do them as well now as well. Like, to be honest, like, I've, I've always been talking about managing my time and having the time to get things done and stuff like that. Um, mm. No excuses now, bro. Do you know what I mean? So volumes and consistency is just mad now on everything, bro. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not going to lie. There's quite a few things that's like, obviously you always put stuff off, but like, I'm like me, I'm just seeing this at time. Any opportunity, like this is an opportunity to do anything. I normally want to do. The only thing I haven't known to do, boy, is watch any shows. Like. Oh, I literally watch, watch shows. no shows still. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I still haven't found an opportunity to like binge watch shows, man. The thing is, I, I'm I'm with you on that as well. I actually, it's uh, it's weird. I feel like I don't know how to. How do you mean? I feel like it's like every like it's almost like it's a skill. Like find the find the time and actually the dedication to watch these shows. Like I just haven't got. I haven't got it in me. Like I haven't. I, I'm scared to start them because I'm just like it's such a big commitment. Like watching these shows, I just can't be bothered. Like hours and hours and hours or something. But, but even else, even you know, now, when when you've actually got the time, you still don't feel like you know how to do it. I, f- I feel I feel like I feel like I've got a pressure to do something else. Like it's not a, it's not a good use of my time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I know. Yeah. I know what you mean. There is there is a question in terms of like rather it is a valid use of your time. But I guess mm. the question is in terms of like. Time's the one thing we have, boy. You know yeah, I mean? true. But true. even so, I guess it depends on what you're kind of like, or your in terms of intentions now, in terms of how you want to use the time. Because no. my thing is not that I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that wrong. I'm not. I'm not going to use that time. It's not like I've made a, like an active decision to be like, yo, I'm not watching shows. Mm. Because I haven't like said, yo, I ain't got six hours to do this. So yeah. I guess it might. My thoughts might be similar to yours. I say like process it in the same way. Do you know what I mean? Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's weird. I started watching something that everybody was going on about. Um, uh, what's it? Something about some Tiger King. Like some, oh, that Tiger King thing. Yeah, yeah, I started watching it yesterday, and I was like, it was decent. It was all right. Like, but I only got yeah. into the first like half an hour forty five. But you know the way yeah. that people hype something. I'm, I'm like, I'm expecting it to just pop straight away. I say fireworks on the beginning. Yeah, yeah like mad. <laughs> and I was like, all right, cool. It's all right. Like, it was okay, and I just went to bed. And I'm just probably not going to go back into it again. I'm not, I'm not, like, I can't, I can't. But anyway, man, it's all good, man, you get me? But, um, yeah, bro, like I said, um, yeah, no excuses. We've got time to do everything we want to do. One of the ones that we wanted to do, uh, look into properly, was to really discuss the wind rush lessons learned with you and everything surrounding it. Um, mm. Obviously, well... Not, well, I say obviously, but maybe pro- probably not actually. The report uh, came out by a solicitor, Wendy Williams, in March 2020. Now, for me, the thing about this year is that the Windrush piece is such a is such a big issue, but it's just one of those. It's one of the major things that's come out in terms in terms of report and all the rest of it that has just been swept aside by the pandemic. Like you haven't, it yeah, hasn't yeah, even yeah. had any. Any spotlighting at all? <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, so it's crazy. I think it's um, yeah, you know, you know, and and I think probably at this point, it's I think some of the pods we, we're probably gonna do from now 
we still want to discuss some important things. Like, obviously, the pandemic is the key thing that's happening in everybody's lives right now. But still, like, there are some things that have happened in recent months, weeks, years, or just, you know, I mean, others, other things that just go on with you that we think it's still, it's still good to talk about these things. And, and I don't know, for you, I don't know about you, but I've even listened to some basketball pods where they're just literally just talking about talking about games and stuff like that and talking about what's going on and it's a little bit of escapism as well do you know what I mean yeah 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 no I feel you yeah so anyway that's my political part for saying that we're not being insensitive <laughs> about not, not talking about the figgy but um yeah no yeah, mm. of course of course yeah, I hear that. yeah 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 I think it's important anyway people people will decide in it whether they want to hear this type of thing or not but I think you know it's bloody important stuff and um <laughs> 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 so corny and well uh, I think it is I like it's mad like the things that have gone on and um and also the the level of understanding around it because I think for me and I don't know for, for me and 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 the average person um depending on what generation you you've grown what generation you are and um also and your exposure like you may you may know a lot about this or you might you might not know anything about it do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's good yeah. just to, uh, I think this report covers a lot of stuff. Like, so yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So yeah, it's an interesting one, man. What was your, what was your initial thoughts on it, man? How do you want to get into this, bro? Yeah. I mean, I'll give, I think probably at that point, it's probably a good point for us to like do a bit of background. Cause I mean, mm. it's weird. Like you say that in terms of like exposure, obviously this came out on 9th of March. Yeah. So 9th of March, like it was kind of just like when it really was like coming to the fore how mad this whole kind of like current crisis is. So I feel like True. almost like this kind of just got buried in it. I know sometimes like governments will like intentionally bury bad news. Yeah. Like at certain times when like, when it's public attention and something else in it. Yeah. Obviously you can't say you did that. But obviously this is kind of like, in that sense, the government didn't get as much heat for this yeah. as it probably wouldn't normally would have. But obviously the newspapers, the media hasn't been focused on that, innit? Yeah. So like this case, because this came out nine for March, it's kind of skipped everyone's attention. But I, I mean, I've obviously I've read the report kind of, I think it's like a long, it's like 250 words, two, sorry, 250 pages. I haven't read it like word by word, but I've read like a large majority of it. And I yeah. always think like it's good to actually go to like, when stuff like this comes out, it's always actually good to go to the reports because it actually kind of sets out a good background. And even me, like, I can't even lie, I feel like myself, like there's, a, there's been a bit of ignorance in terms of like, I haven't really engaged with this issue in the way that I should. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's obviously useful for us to do this. So just kind of giving away a background in terms of, like, what the Windrush scandal was. Obviously, kind of, most people know, kind of, like, Windrush. The reason why it's called the Windrush scandal is because these people are what, what are known as the Windrush generation. The Windrush is obviously the ship, the first ship that came, kind of, from Jamaica in 1948 mm-hmm. to bring, kind of, like, Caribbean immigrants, obviously Jamaicans at that time. I think some other people came as well, back to the UK in 1948. And essentially, like, obviously, after World War Two, that this country was mashed up, in it? the country needed to be rebuilt mm. but obviously kind of as like a lot of countries were colonies at that time because obviously England had a British sorry Britain had an empire so a lot of the kind of countries in the Caribbean Africa also Asia were colonies at that time so obviously the Caribbean kind of people were off to invite this country to kind of rebuild post-war Britain yeah. so like at that time because they were a British colony they had a specific type of citizenship which is known as um citizens of the UK and colonies so that citizenship is essentially is a form of like essentially a form of British citizenship. Mm. So kind of people had like full right to kind of live, work, and do everything in the UK because obviously they were they were basically British subjects. Yeah. So what they have like the key kind of 
immigration, like the stopping that point, like the key thing is there is like the right of abode, which is kind of the thing that gives you like your a right to be in a country and kind of do all sorts of stuff. So obviously people came here like after forty eight, people came out like fifties, sixties and seventies. And like in nineteen forty eight people kind of full freedom until like nineteen sixty two, which is when like one an immigration act that came in to make it kind of stricter and more difficult for people to for people to come in. Yeah. And then um nineteen seventy three I think it's probably the key piece of legislation which is that came was which is the immigration act of nineteen seventy one, where it didn't come to force until nineteen seventy three. And that put like loads of restrictions and like basically restricted people's right of abode. Mm. So obviously those people that came here before, they had the right of abode, they kind of live, work and so on here. Where so, nine, when, uh, sorry, uh, right of abode, that's just right to live, right to stay in the UK. Basically, it's, well, I guess it's right of abode, yes, yeah, the right to stay in the UK. And obviously with that, depending on, I guess right of abode is different types of right of abode. Mm. With that right of abode at that time, given the kind of right to live, work and yeah. so on. So basically, right to be here without kind of any restrictions in terms of what you can do exactly mm-hmm. so basically 1973 changed that in terms of like people's ability to have the right to abode in the uk innit? Mm. so but the people that came here before 1973 so people that came between when when russia is 1948 and 1973 even though there's a law changing in 1973 they retained their right of abode so even though like the position had changed like in terms of the new legislation all the rights that they had previously like they, they they maintain them, like nothing changed for those people. Right, 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 right. So right. say for example you came here in nineteen sixty. Yeah. You say you came from the country in nineteen sixty and you kind of settled here, came here as a you, whatever, right to work, so on. Like that hadn't changed even though the law changed. Right, sure, sure, sure. So yeah, those people they the take decision had to change. But even though the decision had changed for them, the home office didn't kind of give them any documents to kind of prove their status. Yeah. Or they didn't keep any records either in terms of like who these people were that had the right of a boat that came here before 1973. Right. Mm. That's mad. So basically, um, <laughs> yeah, so basically nothing changed. So then what happened is, obviously, like, in the last, I don't know, well, I guess since 1960s, but particularly since, like, the 90s, the immigration obviously become, like, a lot stricter. Yeah. And, like, they've made kind of lots and lots, put lots and lots of restrictions in, in terms of, like, making it difficult for people to come here. So, like, there's a term called, um, the hostile environment that you can go into a bit more detail on that later. That's kind of a more recent thing. But yeah, there's been a lot of immigration kind of pieces of legislation that come in to make it more and more difficult to people come to this country. You just right. have to restrict migration. Mm-hmm. And then obviously there's been a kind of lot of immigration enforcement as well. But as a result of that, because these people didn't have any status and couldn't prove their kind of status, didn't have any documents and the records weren't kept, these people basically got swept up. They couldn't actually prove their status to be in the UK. Yeah. So for example, if someone might have come here as a child so I would say someone came here like in the early 60s, a child on their parents' passport, but they may never even have their own passport. And these mm. people, they might have not actually never, never actually have gotten a passport at the time. They, right. might have not, they might have never had a passport before. But even if they did have a passport, they might have just been continually re- renewing their foreign passport. Mm. But their passport, that was an example, that said that they had the right in the UK might have been lost or, do you know what I mean? They had no way to prove. Mm. They had no way to prove their status in this country, even though obviously they had to in this country when they when they came in, they were essentially British subjects. And then as a result of that, a lot of these people got swept up in kind of immigration enforcement as like, it made it more and more difficult to be in a country. Mm-hmm. So like, I'll give you an example of one person, like there's a person who came here basically in the early 60s, 12 years old, kind of came here, married, had seven youth, was a social worker. And in 2005, her and her went to Jamaica for, um, and I went to Jamaica for like a two-week holiday. 
And then when she came back to England, they wouldn't let her back in the country. That's just mad. That's mad. So imagine that, like, you got your yard, you got your job, you yeah, got your family, yeah. you've been there for all 40, 50-something years, and they're not letting you back in the country. Yeah, yeah. See, I saw, I see, I seen a few, when I read the port, report as well, I saw a lot of examples of stuff like that. I saw, London was just horrendous where the guy went to Jamaica, like you said, same, similar, similar background, went, went back to mm. Jamaica on holiday, and they were like, he just couldn't come back in. And he was just like, he said something like he was living in a chicken hen or some mad thing. Like, like some, what, in Jamaica? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because he just had, yeah. like, he's just, he just doesn't have to sit up there. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and that's the, that's the maddest thing about these things where it's like, yeah, okay. Like, you've, you've come from somewhere uh, and, and your heritage is from a certain place. But in reality, mm. like, when you've, when you've settled somewhere for so long, like that's what you are now. Even though you'd say you're Jamaican with your chest and what have you, like, mm-hmm. do you know it? Like, are, are your, your setup is not there, and it's like for them to just say, "Right, you can't come come back in like that." It's that's just mad, bro. I've got to say, bro, it's crazy, bro. Like, yeah, I mean, I guess I guess mm-hmm. a lot of people kind of lost their kind of touch with their country's origin, isn't it? Yeah. So a lot of people, I guess, when they went, a lot of their family might have come over as well. Mm-hmm. For example, a lot of relatives they come probably had over there died out or kind of lost contact yeah. and like once you've been gone some for 40 years and some people might yeah. have never ever returned you get what I mean exactly like you can't go like when you go that there like yeah you might have been from there and obviously you might have pride in that but as you say it's kind of like some people ain't got no connections there yeah. you get what I mean no, the, well, like some people they like they know nothing about the country anymore well that's the mad thing you'll you have people that haven't been back for years and then they and then they're gone there and then and it, well we've got that example right which we just said where you know, they they don't have to set up there, and then they're being forced to start start again there. But on the other hand, you've got mm. people that that might do like six months here, six months there, six months here, six yeah. months. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and they've been doing that freely their whole life. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then yeah. all of a sudden, they're trying to do it again, and boom. Do you know what I mean? It, it's ha- yeah. like the way the way laws and regulations are set up that it can just that it can just change in that way. It's 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 mad. It's actually mad. I gotta say, like. Um, yeah, man. Some of those accounts were just were just horrific, bro. They're just mm. literally, literally very read. Uh, and a point you made really earlier about reading a report on something, just a general point. Like, it's it was so interesting reading that stuff. And actually, yeah. the amount of information, the amount of nuggets you'll get that you wouldn't get just from reading a couple of articles here and there. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, when like when when you go right to the main source or something, you get so yeah, much yeah. more info, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm always a fan of like it's weird, isn't it? Like obviously as a man's like gone older and that, like with always the juice kind of stuff here. I always find actually going to the main source yeah. is like always the best source of information. Obviously yeah. the issue is they're obviously normally large and it's like mm-hmm. no one not really wanna read like a four hundred page document or whatever it is. You tend to take the time and actually read it. And obviously you don't have to read it in one go. Yeah. But even just if even if you skim read it and just take out certain bits of information you really always kind of get, because obviously, like, when you do that, like, when a report is made, it has to be, like, the authoritative text on it, innit? Yeah. So, like, you can't leave stuff out, innit? Mm-hmm. So all the information has to be in there. So mm-hmm. I always find when you actually go to the, like, original kind of, like, primary source where you get the best kind of, best information, innit? Because all yeah. the information is there. Yeah, in fact, big time, big time. But, but yeah. it's, yeah, it's, but it's just interesting, like, the amount of times that you wouldn't, like, you wouldn't go there do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. See, so we're always relying on 
watered down information or do you know what I mean or even incorrect information or, or someone else's slant do you know what I mean so yeah yeah definitely yeah, yeah that's mad but I guess uh, we're not really we're not, I don't know I guess we're not really encouraged to go to use primary sources true. I mean generally speaking like like especially now it's kind of like everyone doesn't, no one doesn't really kind of often want to do the graft in it yeah. and actually like actually like interact and engage with information yeah. people just want like women like nugget like <laughs> Damn, can I get one for you? Like <laughs> characters true. out of this, you get me? Like, yeah, yeah. and that's it, isn't it? Like, you don't really actually want to go to the grass and actually interact with the primary source and mm. kind of what that entails, isn't it? That yeah. seems a bit too difficult no, a lot of the true. time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah. snappy. Um, yeah, they're definitely achieving that. But yeah, as a yeah, just, well, so basically, yeah, a lot of people kind of like they were denied their right mm. to come back in the country, and like, I mean, as you kind of we just give a few examples, but kind of like the results are horrific. Like, yeah, you got people who basically kind of lost their jobs, people who lost their, like, lives, like, people died. Like, people died, like, in the countries overseas because they couldn't come back here. People couldn't get access to medical treatments or people might have cancer, yeah. end up dying overseas. People that have been paying taxes for 40, 50 years, kind of, like, denied right to get their attention. Like, even people that were here, so even people that didn't actually leave the country, people that are actually in this country, they couldn't receive healthcare, so a lot of people died. People couldn't get, obviously, pension, as I said. People couldn't claim benefits. Like, families have been split because, obviously, some people are, like, overseas. Mm. Some people had to leave, quit their job to, like, look after their family overseas. Like, it's had a devastating effect on people. Well, Do you know what I mean? Like, so, like it, yeah, like, it's, like, it's actually, like, an awful, awful thing. And, like, this is, like, thousands of people. I think, like, there was, like, 160 people that like, were specifically focused on in terms of, kind of, people that actually actually deported, like, incorrectly deported, in it, from him. Yeah, But, yeah. like, thousands of people actually affected, like, caught up in the issues more generally. Yeah, and, like, yeah, like, it was a devastating thing. Well, there's a, there's a few things that you said on there as well, like, earlier on as well, where, where the reference to, where you've, you've re- referred to it as being a hostile environment for, um, mm. for, for, for immigrants. Whereas, mm. and this is one thing that I always find interesting, just with words mm. and, the, and the way that, uh, the government or media use certain words. Um, yeah. I, think, I think we talked about it before when we were talking about um, uh, what was it, man? Austerity. So you, yeah. there's a new word, austere. Like that's a new word. When in reality, it's like no, there's there's, there's no spending. We're going to be frugal. That's like, going to be tight. Yeah. So you got that, and then even now you've you've got furlough, like furloughed. You're yeah, furloughed yeah, yeah, from, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a new job in the new news word, new word uh, put in there, and even like with hostile environment, that's what it really was. But they were referring to it as being compliant environment. Like what the heck? How how different are the two things? Do you know what I'm saying? Like so they're saying. But I mean, in century, it's just, it's just well, it's semantics, isn't it? Really? But I'm but I'm but I'm saying I'm just saying it's interesting, isn't it? That they'll pre- they'll present mm. it as being a compliant environment. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. When so that so the um. The connotations are not as negative when in reality yeah it's like no nah, we're creating yeah. a hostile environment a horrible environment for you for you for people yeah. that were legally allowed to be here do you know what i mean um well but, fr- throughout the years anyway initially they were we're going you're gonna say but yeah but the thing is yeah obviously well, the whole point them to these people like hostile environment shouldn't apply to these people because they have status in the uk like yeah, exactly. they're all basically essentially entitled to British citizenship. Precisely. So the hostile environment shouldn't have applied to them. Mm-hmm. But in terms of, like, my views, fair enough, like, people say the hostile, like, obviously hostile and compliant environment, it's essentially the same thing, the semantics, as you said. Mm-hmm. But in terms of, like, what the hostile environment, even if, like, 
fair enough, it shouldn't have applied to this evening. That's the issue. Yeah. But to me, it's kind of like on a broader issue. Like, why, like, why are you trying to make things hostile for people in terms of like, why are you trying to like dehumanize and like because people don't have status in this country, does it mean like you basically treat people as animals? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. you lose you basically because he doesn't have status to be in your country, you basically like lose all humanity towards those people. To me, mm. that's a wider point. You know what I mean? In terms of like. Even like the language you use towards people that don't have status, like like migrants, as in like it's like vague, like mm. generalized terms. Like these are not migrants. Like these are like humans who like lived experiences. You get what I mean? Yeah. Or we yeah. just like thrust them onto this like this uniform term of migrants or mm-hmm. aliens that is the use the term in America. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. yeah it's like yeah. this otherizing language. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, this is the thing, and it? it's like the treatment of people that are trying to get their stay. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. like why, why have we, like you said, dehumanized them and just turned them into just a problem, just an issue? And it's um, yeah, yeah, it's 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 crazy the mindset. But then, you know, when you when you dig into it, as is always the case when negative things happen, whether it be a bank, whether it be a, any sort of organization, if it's a bloody shop or whatever it is, if you have incentives and if you have certain mm. targets and stuff like that. Like that, that yeah. will that will create certain behaviors. Do you know what I mean? That that would yeah, that, definitely. <laughs> do you know what I mean? That is that is always at the root of these things. It's always like, definitely. what is the key performance indicator? Okay, the more people I get out, the more well I get paid, or whatever. I'm doing well if I do this. So then you're just gonna lose yeah. all sense of what is the right thing to do and and how and how to treat someone and all sorts. It's just like. Yeah, I'm gonna get paid to do the wrong thing. Let me do it. Uh, and um, but even that as a concept, though, like, mm. should we really, in terms of like, if you work for the Home Office here, yeah. like, these people are not just statistics. They're not just migrants or aliens. These are all people that have like lived experiences. Like, whether like you've got someone who's a Jamaican who had status to be here, who's been there for like sixty years, and has like incorrectly been like denied reentry back to the country. Yeah. Or like some like Afghan teenager who's like. Travel here alone, his parents have been killed by the Taliban, and he's come here seeking asylum. Like, why? I mean, mm. isn't on a fundamental level, should someone who works in the Home Office, should they not just basically be incentivized to do what is right and what is permissible and what is legally correct, yeah. as opposed to kind of like having these arbitrary targets in terms of like, if you've got 10 people that all are compelling reasons why they should be here, and they could all fit within like a specific like criteria that allows them to be here. Why is there a target that says you have to reject six of those people? Yeah, it's mental. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, that is actually As an idea, should that even be like, how can you be a target when you work with a home office? It's not just to make the right decision in terms of what is permissible. Bro, it's disgusting, bro. It doesn't make any sense at all, but but it's it's political as well, isn't it? Well, more than anything, it was political, really. Definitely. Especially when you think about just the way, and it's not only the UK, you know. It's just the whole world, man. The the way that, the way that people think now, it's just it's so negative, and and it's so, um, I don't know the what. Like you've got globalization, but then at the same time, every, all, so many countries are becoming more and more right wing and, and more insular. Like it's just yeah. it just doesn't even make sense. But it's almost like um, it's like a rejection of these things, and um, yeah. So so I, I'm not I'm, I don't know, man. It's actually. It's actually mad. Like at the time, that was that was deemed to be the right attitude to have. That was deemed to be the right right approach on mass. Like if if, if you want to just mm, take mm, voting yeah. for what it was, like that that's how it was. Like immigrants are a problem. That became 
that became a notion. And it's just and it's just crazy, isn't it, when you think about like the difference between that attitude then like, uh, during that period and the fact that you got these people all here to help build the country. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. It's mad. Like, yeah, the country's run down. Mm. These people literally, even even from them time. Now, like, obviously, they faced a lot of racism in terms of like directly yeah. when they came to this country from like people that were here that were kind of like, oh, these like. Because obviously, that was the first time they've been like mass numbers of non-white people. Obviously, you've always had pockets. Yeah, that's the first time there were mass numbers of like non-white people came to this country, and like a lot of people weren't happy in terms of like non-white faces in this country. But even mm. in terms of like how you look at like society developed. So since then times, obviously the legislation at that time is actually not negative. But obviously since then, like there's been like constantly like over the last like what is that period like seventy years, mm. and you have constant like legislation basically restricting migration because right. people are like. As you said, people are becoming more and more insular, and the kind of like narrative that's out in the media yes. is that um, like immigration is a bad thing. Yeah. But one that doesn't take into account, like in terms of like when English people go live in Australia mm. or New Zealand or America, that's never perceived in the same way. Or Spain. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Look at the English that move to Spain. No one sees those people as like negative. Do you get know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah Everyone yeah. seems like that's that's like just that's a right. small thing. Like. <laughs> For English person to go and live in, I mean, live on a hostel or so. Yeah, 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 yeah. So in terms of like the conceptions are very different. Depends on who the immigration is and where the immigration is to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, definitely, man. That that is always, that is always the way, man. And um, it's just um, it's it's sad. Uh, it's sad and it's crazy. Like um, how like the things that went on, but and also when you think about um, given the timing that this this report has been released. Obviously, like we said mm. earlier, it's, it's just been completely washed away by the by the pandemic. It was a big deal, though. Like before, like before the report got released, but the, the wind wash thing, it was actually a big scandal. Like it, no, it's huge blood. Yeah, exactly. So I, I know I'm just saying it's it's worth putting that out. Like it wasn't like yeah, it wasn't like it was a little flash in the pan. Like it was actually yeah, a yeah, big yeah. thing. Like and well, um, the funny thing is, boy, mm. it came out in 2018, innit? Mm. And like. Obviously, Jesus, this is like a, it was like April twenty eighteen. You know, it was like a major, major thing, and in terms of like all in all the media, and like when you see like Daily the Daily Mail on the Telegraph, mm. like with stuff like related to immigration, then you know it's because obviously you know they're never ever ever gonna like. There was a literally the newspapers are the first have anti-immigrant stories. You get what I mean? Sure. But so when sure. they're making it a big a big deal, you know it's a big deal. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. That, that's exactly it. I just wanted to make sure that part was clear. Like, it's, it's um, yeah, it's mad. And uh, who was it? The foreign secretary? What did she actually lose her job over it? No, home secretary. Home yeah, secretary. Amber yeah, exactly. Yeah. What? Well, what well, did she lose it her job? Or she or she left because she was? She said something like she wasn't aware that that they had the the targets in place in the first place. Yeah, she lost her job because she made thing like this. It's weird, isn't it? Like, I mean. I'm no Amber Rudd fan. But yeah. essentially, to me, to certain extent, she was scapegoat, scapegoat in the yeah. sense that, like, she lost her job over this. Mm. But, like, she lost her job not because of the target. She lost her job because she made an inaccurate statement. Right. But I feel like in her going, it made her seem like, oh, like, we're taking this seriously. Yeah, but the sacrificial is, love. Yeah, the, yeah the, sta- the statement isn't, the statement is bad. Yeah. But, like, this is, like, endemic, like, like, something that's, like, ingrained into the culture like of even like not even just this government like since the new label was in place like mm. they've done a lot of things like in terms of like restricted immigration like right. this is like some of us in government policy for a long long time mm. so it's mm. like 
is this not Amber Rudd doing? Do you get what I mean? Yeah, far, far enough, she went for the statement, but it makes it like, oh, we're doing something, like, we care about this because Amber Rudd's gone. Mm. But the reality is, is, like, this is, like, a culture in terms of, like, going back, like, years and years in terms of, like, media narrative of, like, immigration being something negative. Yeah. But, like, this ain't Amber Rudd. This ain't Amber Rudd, really. This is, like, this is the country doing for years and years. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A combination of media, politicians, like, populism. Do you get what I mean? Like, so for yeah, her yeah. to, like, bear the brunt of it as if she was responsible to me, that doesn't really wash. Yeah, yeah. And I'm no Amber Rand fan, do you get me? Yeah, no, it's interesting. And it's interesting the way that things work, isn't it? Like, like you said, media, uh, populism, um, politicians, and then that that all culminates in legislation. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It actually does end up impacting what the law ends up being. And it's just, and it's just like, it's, it's funny, like, people's understanding of law and their, um, how can I say it? Just their, their acceptance of it. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's mm. kind of like, mm. when, it's, when it's actually so, it can be so arbitrary, like, like and, and the impact that it has on someone's life can be so significant. Do you know what I mean? Like, even like reading the accounts, like when, like some of the, like you said, on some of the cases where they just couldn't get into the country for how long and it just completely ruined their lives and, and it had long-term psychological impacts and, you know, you can imagine how it impacted everyone's families and stuff like that. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then it was like, okay. And then, you know, um, then the scandal came. The, the, the scandal happened, and it's like, oh, we've got this wrong. And then straight mm. away, the cases are just the, the cases are just flying through the system. Like it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's easy now. Yeah. And like, yeah. Th- that's what I just find so mad. Like something that's something that's illegal or do you know what I mean or makes or makes your life near impossible one day. The next day, it's like, it's just fine. And I just I just find that mad. The fact that you know, like if you don't really analyze things in a certain way you just take things as read you'll just accept you'll just accept accept what what accept what's said and accept the law and and just think okay that's okay like we'll go with that um yeah man. And isn't that the point of like representative democracy though in the mm. sense that like our, our, our rep- who we elect or who we vote for essentially is meant to represent our interests yeah and like if you don't like decisions they make in terms of like the legislation that the kind of they vote for or against it, get rid of them. True. true. I guess in, in theory, is that not so a big point of how democracy is actually meant to work? Obviously, in practice, it might be different because obviously, like, you've got a very limited, like, I mean, you don't like, effectively, you you can only choose representatives that have been put up. Yeah, true. But I guess that's how it's supposed to work in practice, isn't it? Well, it is, it is. And, but it's just, you know, like like you said, isn't it? You, I felt like for the last five, ten years, um, mm. with the way that things have gone whether it be Trump whether it be Brexit whether it be uh, Labour or Conservative I felt like I've, I've always been on the outside looking in now yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean like in terms of like the decision making never gone in the favour of what I thought it should be do you know what I mean yeah 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 but then yeah. overnight just like we've even seen not not to straight like with the pandemic and stuff just how we're seeing mm. it, the government policy change the, the whole attitude towards spending and like universal yeah 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 like, like all that stuff that's just changed yeah, overnight. Yeah. And it's like, okay, yeah, yeah cool, no, no, that's all right now. And it's, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, but yeah, people's yeah, lives yeah. get yeah. completely decimated by these things. Like, that's the part I just find, like, it's, it's so, and then, there's the, and then there's um the accountability or the lack thereof. Like you said, Amber Rudd, she's, she, she was effectively the scapegoat. Um, do you know what I mean? Because yeah. like, like, think about Theresa May and how she was uh, when, when she, when she led the home office as well. It was just like so many things. Um, and then, and then it's like, okay, 
everybody else that's actual the actual lawmakers or the decision makers, mm. they're all right. You know what I mean, they're all right. Yeah, of course. All, all, it's crazy, man. But then that's why you have that detachment between like mm. the political class and the rest of society. Yeah. But obviously, man. I think like the expenses scandal mm-hmm. really kind of brought that to the fore. Because like when you're seeing like men are struggling out here, mm-hmm. certain men are claiming like money for their moat and their duck house. Yeah. And that's Absolutely. literally like public funds that they're claiming. It's just like raw. Like, what world are these people living in? That Do you get what I mean? Mad. Like, what world are these people living in? Yeah, bro. That was actually mad. Um, well, actually, just like, on, mm. on that point, though, you made, like, I think probably a good time to talk about, because you spoke about Theresa May. Yeah. And, like, yeah, I think, like, in terms of, like, obviously, this has been, like, entrenched government policy, like, for almost, like, for a generation now. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, like, obviously, Theresa May was, like, Home Secretary for a long, long time under Cameron. Mm-hmm. And the hostile environment, the phrase in terms of hostile environment, mm. like, that came in under her watch. Got so, you. like, in terms of, like, just, like, breakdown, what hostile environment was, essentially, it was, like, with a set of measures that would to, like, discard, discourage people, like, from entering the UK illegally mm-hmm. or encouraging people who are already in the UK to basically, like, make life so difficult yeah. for them that they don't want to cut. And basically, they, like, restricted access to, like, work. So, for example, like, employers that, like, employees who can get, like, I think it's, like, five bags per, like, legal person like, who doesn't have the status that they... And it doesn't have the right to say that they employ say five bags per person. Yeah. So basically, restricting people's access to work and making it difficult for employers so employers wouldn't take the risk. Mm. Um, basically, just preventing people from getting driving license. Mm. Like in terms of like landlords, like landlords have to check people's status so they can get um, fined also. Like yeah. in terms of like not letting people get healthcare, not letting people get like bank accounts. So basically, like really squeezing people. Essentially, what it is is like it's a policy to like strip people of their dignity. Yeah. And obviously, you also got that stuff in terms of like, you got those billboards. Remember those like go home vans and the billboards and that. Yeah, yeah. And like, to me, it's just like, it's mad, isn't it? Like, because I'm not got to say, like, literally, to me, it's like, accident of birth is a real thing. Like, bro, like, I was born here. Like, man never chose to be born here, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah do you know what I mean? Like, man's here because, like, certain man, like, and this is the hypocrisy. Like, the reason why a of us are here is essentially because, like, our countries are colonised. Yeah, yeah. And even when you look at men that are like, that don't have status, like obviously, we're lucky enough to have status. Mm. Even men that don't have status, it's like, if you're a from Afghanistan, like, like, the reason why, or well, Afghanistan's a like, complex situation, but like, Britain has had a role in your country. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. That is normally why you want to come here. And obviously, what makes it seem so unfair is like, you might have their cousins that have been here for like, a bit longer and got status. Whereas mm. like you come and you don't. And it's like, most people that come here, there's some kind of connection to this country. This country, like, colonised and has been in a lot of, like, world affairs in relation to other countries. So, like, that is the only way people come here. They don't come here for the weather. Do you know what I mean? Far from it. They come here because of, like, normally for economic reasons yeah, or, yeah. like, for asylum as a result of, like, something that's gone on in their country that uh, this country hasn't handled. Yeah, so, for them to kind of, like, yeah, it has like because of the accident of birth. It has like that, that kind of like that. Even I think even like a lot of like ethnic minority people have even like taken up that mentality in terms of like dehumanizing, seeing people as less than human, literally because of the country they were they were born in. Yeah, yeah I mean it's a bit mad to me. Yeah, that's that's so sorry. That that last part is interesting. You're saying even ethnic minorities mm. end up taking on the same attitude. Yeah, but like, if you look at like Brexit. If you yeah. look at Brexit, fam, mm-hmm. like, and even like in terms of like, 
bare ethnic minority people have like some kind of like I don't know like superiority compared to Eastern yeah. certain Eastern European people. Yeah, yeah. And it's mad, it's like them same kind of mentality was like how people were talking about you. And yeah. now you're just talking about a man because like a man has an accent and different customs and he hasn't been here for as long as you. Like Shocking. how do you have the how are you such a hypocrite that like you turn around and have that same mentality towards others that people had towards you? It's mad like <laughs> Like it's a mad mentality. Yeah. I don't get it, fam. Yeah, it's. But it, it, I don't know, man. I, f- I just feel like, not to be like on my on my high horse. I just feel like some people mm. just don't care. Like, some people just don't have no, like just have no heart, like no feeling, like they're just mean. Do you know what I mean? Like like as long as they're mm. good, they don't care. Yeah. Like they just they genuinely they're just so selfish. Like it's like, like I, I've even I even know Eastern European people. That were like, mm. yeah, I'm, I'm good. I don't care. Mm. Like, I, I'm, I'm happily gonna vote for Brexit. For Brexit, does it make any sense? Do you know what I mean? Like, but does that, does that mean? But I mean, is that just like one of a couple of other points based on that? Mm. But is that like a point in terms of like, as a society in general, like we just lack compassion? Yeah, yeah, precisely, precisely that. A hundred percent that. Like, people do not care. Like, they just that you worry about your number one, your family friends beyond that i don't care like i don't care about mm. anything and on uh, what anyone else is doing it's not impacting me i'm good i'm all right like genuinely that, that's how i feel like a, a, a lot of that's what i meant by i feel like i'm on the outside looking in like like a, mm. <laughs> a lot even if not even the majority seem to feel like that and i don't i, I and it's, it's open as well now it's not even like it's not even hidden anymore it's just like so like overt like but um yeah man that's that's mad I, just, I know you got another point, but it's just an interesting thing that you pointed out as well that, that got me thinking. I, I know people where, like you said, um, just a, just determine just dependent on the timing of when you're born, mm. things can just be so different. But I know I know people where it's like in one family, like the families come over to Jamaica from Jamaica. Um, mm. The mum, the mum got married. Back then, yeah. that was that was a good way to get. Help. I'm not saying that's the reason, but. That would that yeah. actually make that would actually mean that you could get papers more easily. The, the, yeah, yeah. the older brother got papers as well. The, mu- yeah. the, the mum didn't actually sort out the application for the younger son, yeah. and yeah. all 50, big 15, 20 years later, the, the younger son's still trying to get papers. Yeah, you know that's a, you know that's like Mad. that's a different discussion. So I think mm. you need to touch on that in another like True. specific podcast. Oh no, no, but, but like. I'm just saying how different, yeah. like how how different things can happen though, like just based how on how arbitrary it is. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, 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 yeah. Like literally. Thing more, even 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 thing like fun enough, like obviously, yeah, we need to go a whole podcast on this. But mm. like even more than that, like you know, you can have a situation where you could have like siblings, mm. like you could have siblings. Well, that's this is actually really this is literally just coming to my head now and then, like like it's actually gonna be done. Like, yeah, like it's literally come to my head like the most extreme example yeah yeah but you could have twins here yeah that like, literally could have been born like 10 minutes apart <laughs> i don't understand how this would work but like but obviously like in terms of like british citizenship status here then we can do this in more detail another time like but yeah. the cutoff date is like the first of january 1983 mm. like that's a very important so say you had twins here one that was born at like Five to twelve, and one that was four and five past four, right? Like, on like the thirty first yeah. of December eighty two and the first of January eighty three. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What would happen? Would that, would that basically separate things? Like, would that separate like one one of them would have like 
Bro, it's automatically then one would it? That's just ridiculous. You're right. You're right. I don't I don't know. I don't know what would happen, but like mm. just thinking out loud, I wonder what the situation would be. Yeah, yeah but you're right. That, that it's like that's what that's what I meant in terms of how 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 law can just change and then the mm. impact is so different. Like that's yeah, just, yeah, yeah. It's just that is just mad. I gotta say, man. Um yeah, but in man. terms of like, those points I was making, so in terms of like lacking yeah. compassion, yeah. it's interesting still though. So I suppose in some ways, like we've only talked spoken about this in like detail before, but obviously in terms of like we live in a very individualistic society, yeah. and that isn't like that isn't necessarily as a result of like one person's decision. I think that's like a cultural thing in terms of like the society that we live in. Like it was not designed for people to be kind of community minded, community spirit. But in terms mm. of people not caring, I think the media plays a big role in that in terms of like as you kind of said, they use kind of language to dehumanise people. And, like, people are often, like, reduced to, like, figures and stats. Because a lot of people care when they hear really hard luck stories that might affect them. Right. Like, right. for example, like, you might get MP yeah, that will vote for, like, the most heinous legislation. Mm-hmm. But then when he has a constituent, yeah, that comes to them, like, that, like in the worst type of situation, they'll advocate for their constituent and be like, yeah, that's really bad. Right. Like, they understand how difficult that when it applies in practice. That's mm-hmm. saving for critical MP or vote for that piece of legislation, you get what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think, like, we don't see things in reality in terms of we hear cases that affect us. But I just thinking, even in terms of now, like, this whole, like, coronavirus stuff in terms of the social distancing, it's like even, like, yeah. people who are not following the rules, it's just like, raw, like, I'm, I'm, like, I'm healthy. Yeah. I'm interacting with old people. So, like, why do I need to care? And it's only, like, when they're impacted that people are like, raw, like, this is why I should have cared, you get what I mean? Like, People generally don't really care about stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Until it affects them. People are people are fully selfish. Simple as that. Like I, I got a good friend of mine, and they were just like, "Yeah, um, I was like, well, have a good Easter and all that." And like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm going to the park tomorrow. I'm, I don't care. I'm definitely going." I'm just like, "Why? Like, why are you doing that? Do you know what I mean?" And it's just mm. like mm. they just don't care. Like I said, and I was I, I ended up educating them, saying, "Well, not educating, but just saying, do you realize like." the stats for ethnic minorities that are being impacted by the virus. Like, and I was even saying Brent, the borough that, that we live in, like it's actually mm. exceptionally high or the highest in the country in terms of the... Yeah, it's a capital, yeah. Yeah, I, and I was like, like, it's not good. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, if you're in that demographic, mm. it does affect you. Because that's the only way you can actually root it in someone's mind. You have to bring it home. Like you said, it, this is this is impacting you. Then now, now do you care? <laughs> because you don't mm-hmm. care if it's not impacted you it's just like ah, right, yeah. cool well, I'm alright do you know what I mean and um yeah man I don't know man but I mean sorry we've 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 come we've gone on to this part quite a lot off the back of I think us saying that um even if you what well, this is my point even if you worked in a, I don't know you're a caseworker or what, what it may be like um mm. should 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 you still realise and should you still treat people in a certain way? Like I, I, I don't know if that's even within their power, is it? Like if they, if they, like we're saying, if you're incentivized in a certain way, then your this yeah. is now your job. Like your job is to yeah, do it yeah. that way. It's either do it or quit your job. It's almost like um, it's a very rubbish example, but it's almost like a ticket inspector. Like you know, for, mm. no, yeah. no, no one not like them. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they probably yeah. like just to digress a little bit. There was like one time, bro. I literally had my car outside, yeah, and I knew that the thing, mm. I knew that the 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 charging or whatever the period was gonna start at eight o'clock. I got there, eight o three, and literally, yeah, 
the guy had already had this, the thing on there. And I was like, how yeah. did you get there? How did you do it? Like, how were you there already? And, and it was like, and the thing was, bro, and the thing was a black brother as well, yeah? And he looked like he was yeah, Caribbean and he looked quite young. Mm. Like, yeah. and I was, I was about to just be so mean. I was about to, I was about mm. to be so mean, like, like really be like, wow, mm. how, how would you, like, what would you do if this was your mum? Like, what would you do if this, da, da, da? like, you know, the ones that are like, actually yeah. like, try to make him feel bad. Like, so I was just like, Sorry. he's just doing his damn job, innit? He doesn't even, he's not even thinking about nothing, innit? Like, he's just like, rah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my job right now is just to get tickets on here. If I do that, I will get more money. Do you know what I mean? So that's, mm. that's my only thing about the caseworkers. It's kind of like, if, if the same, if the framework and the setup is positioned in a certain way, and like you said, isn't it like with the political environment is all is all pointing in one direction, then it's kind of like yeah. they might not even they might not even care they might not even agree with some of the cases. Do you know what yeah, I mean? of course. Then I guess, but then I suppose that's like that goes back in terms of like I guess what you're willing to do for money. Yeah, it's like true. fair enough. Like they've got eating, they've got families to feed, yeah. and it's like. We're looking at those people and we like people we look at people that directly do stuff that is like mm. I don't know, like a traffic warden mm. or ticket inspector or someone doing stuff like that. Yeah. Then people will be quick to be like, Oh, look at you, like mm. you sell out, like you don't care, whatever, whatever. True. But then like are they any different from someone like who works in banking, do you know what I mean? Or some hedge fund that's like shorting stuff that's having impact on their people's lives. Like so then true. they did. Their MO is to make money, isn't it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you have to, at some point, you have to question, like, every, all of us have to question ourselves. Like, in this society, it's structured as it is, like, mm. what are our, what are our, like, what are our lines and what are our boundaries in terms of, like, what are you willing to, willing to do to make money? Yeah. But also in terms of, like, do you actually question in terms of, like, do you take a picture things in terms of, like, rather, like, you might not be the brother doing the heinous act, mm. but if you know that, like, what you're doing is going to have certain impact on certain people, like, do you actually think about the big picture? Or just like, I'm not doing that. Do you get mm. what I mean? I'm not the person doing that. So boom, then you just basically that's what you tell yourself in terms of like feel comfortable. Like, obviously, like for mm. example, like other times, like that, like, I managed to work like in law firms and that. Yeah. Like at some point, like not very long into, it, I was like, yo, like man's out here just making money from man that are rich. Like, yeah, this ain't true. really what I want to do. Like, yeah. do you get what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. and that was a decision I made like pretty early. Like, yo, like. Fair enough, like, we all have to make our change, innit? But, like, just mm. being open with myself, like, that's not really what, like, that's not motivating me, do you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I and, do like, to- that was a decision I had to make. I do totally agree with that. Totally. And I was even speaking to someone today about that today. And it was almost like, um, mm. like, they, I, was, I was sort of saying, they were asking me, like, how do you, what do you, like, are you happy? Are you content in life and all these things? And I was like, yeah, overall I am, blah, 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 blah just rabbited mm. on about that and then I asked them the same question they said they said yeah I, I am but they were saying but now they definitely feel like they want to make a contribution that they want to do a job that actually has a good impact on people's lives do you know what I mean or yeah, make yeah. their mark in a certain way and I yeah. am totally I, I think a lot of people uh, of our age group might be feeling more and more like that now but what I'd yeah. also say is that that could also be a stage thing though like where where you've got the you've got the luxury of doing that now that you've yeah, already no, you know you've already satisfied yeah. a lot of ticked a lot of boxes made a certain amount of money ob- obtained yeah. a level of uh, experience knowledge um, 
I don't know, job security and all that stuff to the point that if yeah. you did need to make money, you know, you can still jump into that area there and just like, yeah. you know what I mean? Bust that up for a couple of years or you've always got that to fall back on. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so, um, so it's a, it's a tricky one because I think, yeah, unless you're doing something that's, until something is being, is officially called as something that is a very horrible job that you're doing, like, yeah. where's those sort of grey area ones? It's like, it's, yeah. it's a tricky one, isn't it? Like, but you're right, it's down to the individual for them to think, well, what is my threshold for doing something that I know? Yeah, it's totally, I'm mm. saying, I don't like the idea of like, mm. telling a man like, oh, you're this, you're that, like, dad, every man has to like, eat in it, like, yeah. you don't know a man's family circumstances, like, like, it's what he decides, you know what I mean? Like, yep. if that's what he needs to do and, like, he's comfortable doing that, that's, like, whoever, like, his and her decision to make. I mean, yeah. he made a good point in terms of what, in terms of, like, experience and that kind of thing. Like, obviously, I knew but early on, I never want to work in law firms. But yeah, at the same true. time, yeah. it's, like, the security that provided and also the level of experience, like, like, them and they paid for me to go to law school, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, on, on my own back, I wasn't willing to pay for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But also in terms of things I've done as a result of that, as exactly the direct beneficiary of having that experience. Right. So yeah, like true. in that sense, it's like that that was invaluable, even though I didn't want to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like I knew it wasn't a long term plan, mm-hmm. but like I would never be able to do anything without that like almost like that credibility. Do you know what I mean? It gives you a certain level of credibility. Yeah. As yeah. well. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, those things can be important, do you know what I mean? Well, what you need to just work out like work out how it works for you. Well, yeah, and the thing is, how far does this go? Like, just thinking, just thinking off the top of the dome right now, like, like that mentality, mm. like, <laughs> everyone might make, everyone's gonna have that mentality to a degree in their decision making, and like right up into like the higher levels of government and prime minister. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's even like, like you, you may make. What I'm saying is that you, they might just make populist decisions. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah, that's yeah, that's keeping yeah. them in a job. Do you know what I mean? And that's that's yeah. that's that's maintaining a certain level that they've they've tried to achieve and and whatnot. And then maybe after a while they might just be like, ah, you know what, da 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 da. Like maybe not actually. <laughs> but I'm just saying, isn't it? But boy, self presentation, self preservation is a real thing, huh? Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. That's that's the um, yeah, man. It's it's mad when when you when you look at it like that way. Um, but yeah, bro. Um, we've been going on for quite a bit, man. Let, let, let's let's just make sure. I was what to say, right? It, any major things that we want to cover off as well, man? Because um, I just want to make sure that we we've we've literally gone through this bit properly, man. Um, for me, looking at some of the recommendations of the report and stuff like that, and just overall some some bits. Um, I, I remember looking at some papers. I was looking at um what David Lammy had to say about it as well. And he was just like, what do you call it? They, the failures, they undermine the UK standing as a champion of the of the rule of law and human rights in the world. And it's kind of like, <laughs> I get that, man. Do you know what I mean? It does actually, like, like the things that we claim to stand for, and we're, we're very quick to criticise other countries. Like, we're very quick to look at places... Where things happen, right? I'm not saying these countries that, that everything's rosy, but you know, you're very quick to yeah. say, "Oh, this, I oh, look at Saudi Arabia, I oh, look at Dubai, yeah, look yeah. at that, look at that." Da, 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 da. Do you know what I mean? There's things like. But it's a magic focus here in general, though, in terms of like, mm. obviously, in terms of like we're talking about rule of law. Yeah. Like, even this country, like more recently, they've had like the whole situation where they've been deporting people. Mm. Like, do you know what I mean? They've been deporting people. Like, what's it called? 
like, and the courts have, have ruled people shouldn't necessarily be deported. Yeah. But like they've gone against like even decisions. You get what I mean? Deported people. Mm. So when you talk about like rule of law, yeah. this country has literally specifically actually undermined rule of law. The whole like Brexit was all Brexit between like Gina Gina Miller and that. Yeah. It's like true, it goes to show like this country is like especially yeah. in the last like under this government. Yeah. yeah they yeah. showed like scant regard the mm. rule of law mm. and that's literally the kind of stick they use to like beat other people and yeah. over the head with quick to yeah, do I mean. it quick to do it and it's yeah. like yeah man very very uh, huge hypocrisy man and, and i know you touched on it a bit earlier um but yeah another another one of the pieces i'm saying education should be a key part saying all staff should be required to undergo education and training to understand britain's colonial history migration and the story of black britons uh, and we had a little brief discussion about this. You you're, you were thinking this this should be wider. This should just be everybody yeah. should understand this part of this stuff more. Yeah, I mean, in terms of like, obviously, like we haven't even gone to really in detail, but mm. I saw some of the, just like probably a good point to like talk about some of the recommendations on the report. Yeah, exactly. But like in terms of like some of the recommendations, as you said, they kind of said like the Home Office star should like basically like learn about like Britain's like history, colonial legacy, as you say. Mm-hmm. They're saying stuff like in terms of um in terms of like how they respond, they should look beyond the Caribbean. So now they've seen all these issues like of a flight of people that come from the Caribbean, they need to look more generally. But like, I think that's an interesting point to stuff like, as you said in terms of like, yeah, should go wider than this. In terms of like, obviously there's things like the home office stuff, like in terms of like, because obviously that was where the issue was. Mm. But I think there's a wider point. And I think like, there's a real lack in society in general, understanding of like, empire, colonialism, what that stuff meant. And yeah. I think in terms of, like, if people had more understanding of that kind of thing, in terms of, like, the important curriculum and stuff, and even a lot of adults, there might be, like, more empathy and compassion because you'll see what this country has done and what they've done under the name of empire mm-hmm. and how that's affected the development of other countries. And mm-hmm. that might make people think, raw, like, this superiority complex that we have, like, we shouldn't have it. It's yeah, true. I mean? It's true. Like, empire was not something positive. Do- like, I know a lot of times that raw, like, mm-hmm. we civilised them, we gave them train lines. But even in terms of like the development that existed like during Empire times, it was in order to benefit this yeah, society. So not saying them and they're putting like train lines in that mm-hmm. too close. Yeah. So like because obviously like simply so they can get goods out and get goods in. Mm-hmm. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? It wasn't some altruistic wasn't some altruistic venture. <laughs> Far from it was it. specifically for the commerce. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah, I think if you had a better understanding of like history and like colonialism. I think that, yeah, that might help. I think that's a wider form of society. Do you think, like, in contrast, places like Germany, like, with, mm. with like, they, like, with, with, with their history, um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. So I'm just thinking of, again, like, from a very unresearched perspective. But I, I yeah. almost get the sense that they've, they've done a lot more soul searching and acceptance about what's gone on in the past. Do you that, know what I mean? That's a really good point. Yeah, that is a really good point. Do you know what like, I mean? They do seem to have, like, they do seem to have thought about it. I think this country, I think there's a lot of, like, very kind of much rose into the glasses, like, yeah. perspective of the past. Yeah. And I always think this country as well, and I think this is something that goes much wider, especially in contrast to America. I always think this country, like, contrasts itself to America. You know, yeah. it gives itself a pat on the back. Because they always say, oh, we're not as bad as America. Yeah. Or they always say, oh, we're not as racist as America. And we had less slavery, like, directly on British soil. Yeah. compared to America even though that's actually incorrect mm-hmm. but that's kind of the things they say it's always a contrast you get what I mean yeah 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 like yeah. we never had lynchings here there's a lot of that kind of like mentality and like 
people don't look critically at this country's history. There's a lot of kind of like, I feel like a lot of people got put a positive spin on this country's history. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, we just, yeah, you're right. And and um, like, where does that start? Or, or where, or, what happens? It's almost like that, that whole thing about what you're saying, isn't it? Like so many things inform what goes into law. It's the same for education as well. Like, like, mm. like what should they teach at the grassroots educational level? Like, do you know what I mean, do, do they cover mm-hmm. these, these things off properly? I can't remember, but I don't think that they do. I mean, I feel, I, feel there's a, I feel like there's a lot of like, I mean, there's a lot, obviously curriculums are not developed in a vacuum. Yeah. But there's a lot of like British superiority complex. Yeah. In terms of how things are taught. Mm-hmm. And I think under Michael Gove, especially when he was the education secretary, mm-hmm. it seemed like they are really kind of moving backwards in terms of this kind of thing. Yeah. In terms of like having like a lot of like a very rose tinted like perspective of various history. So I don't think that's something that's actually been moved forward. I think that's something that's actually going backwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agreed. Personally. No, I hear that. Um that's another one that I think um we kinda talked talked through anyway. Uh, again, this is just a mi- mixture of recommendations and, and some of the stuff that I read more from David mm-hmm. Lamy and other articles are saying we need to rebuild the Home Office in a way that recognises the internal contradiction of being a department that controls immigration but that also has a fundamental duty to protect vulnerable communities. And again, it's that same thing, again, where it's kind of like what you're talking about, the actual job, what they're actually meant yeah. to do, what they're incentivised yeah, to do. Yeah, yeah. Like, they yeah. like, really need to understand like what goes to the core of that what's your actual purpose like and these are things yeah like even whatever job you're in like i, I i've done it a lot yeah. in my workplace where where you, every now and again you have to sit down and rewrite what is your purpose what is your values what's your goal what's your aim because that that goes yeah. that goes to the outcome that goes to the, the outcome and the output and it's um like you said um like what what are the contributing factors that that actually detail that and it's you know like you said it's 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 often it's often the political climate and and what have you and but anyway pa- papers like this are good to to really like like really deeply investigate that and get the facts on the table. Do you know what I mean? So, so yeah. I think that's interesting though as well because I think that's internal. I think that that's obviously that's that that's you know, in terms of the Home Office. But mm. I think that kind of contradiction exists more generally in terms of like politicians are there to be elected, isn't it? Yeah. So the ones that are elected, they're there to do what's the best for their constituents. But a lot True. of times, of like you can get elected on populism. So mm-hmm. like there can be like if you're, if for example there's a media narrative that then your constituents feed into, mm. you can then feed into that populism. So it's like they might they might basically be in favour of legislation that's not necessarily inherently positive thing mm-hmm. for a lot of people, but their constituents might be in favour of that because they've bought into the media narrative. Mm, that's just so interesting. Weird, like, yeah. it's almost like in terms of like how much as a politician do you have to be have your own moral compass mm. that might even that might even be different from the people that you've elected. Yeah. And in that sense it's like are you supposed to do that if you're essentially you're meant to be representative of your constituents? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if you're so if you're in like some mad for example Brexit supporting and that, I saw that I think this actually came up during like the whole Brexit stuff where you had people that MPs and Brexit supporting constituencies mm-hmm. that were basically that were anti-Brexit. So it's like wrong. Right. So I said that you meant to actually just like fulfill the wishes of your constituents 
Mm-hmm. But I thought to you, oh, your own moral compass. That's an interesting one still. Yeah. That's almost like a philosophical debate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I hear that one. It's, it's mad um, contradictions, bro. Um, mm. another, another thing, which is just a general point anyway as well, just in, in, mm. in for any sort of legal case, they're saying um, the Home Office should make it easier and much less expensive for individuals to legalise the status that is rightfully theirs. And bro, again, like obviously it can be a different conversation altogether, but I've seen some of my friends with their immigration cases and it's just, it's mad money and it's mad complicated. Like, do you know what I mean? But obviously, like I've I done immigration law for a really little while. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It is so stupidly complicated. Like, Bloody yeah. It's like, and the thing about enough time because of legal aid cuts, enough yeah. of these men might not even have representation. <sighs> and you've got like vulnerable people like trying to navigate some of the most unnecessarily complicated things Mad. in terms of money you know to get citizenship costs like over 1300 pounds now bloody hell like that's a lot of money bro. that's mad that's a lot like, of especially them. if you're in like difficult circumstances where are you supposed to find 1300 pounds and that difference, that comes the difference between you being able to stay in a country or not like that's you know mad. that's the difference like that's a mad thing where i think we probably need to like, touch on which is like maybe not understood the difference yeah. you can be entitled to citizenship and not take it up and then later down mm. the line then you could actually have like whatever your status is withdrawn. So, for example, you right. could have someone who could be entitled to citizenship for 30 years. Like, right. like these people were, these Windrush people were. Mm. They were entitled to citizenship for years and years. They might not, for a variety of reasons, took it out. They might not realise they need to get citizenship. Mm-hmm. And then later down the line, they can be denied their rights. Right. So, like, just as I'm trying to say, you might be entitled to citizenship, but you might not even take it out because you can't afford it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then later on, you could be denied your rights because you could, essentially, because you couldn't afford to get citizenship. That's mad, you know? That's that's nuts. How gutted would you be? How gutted would you actually be? Like, it's, ugh. mad. I, Another I, one actually that I thought was quite interesting in terms of recommendations. Yeah, yeah, gone. Is that she said that one of her recommendations is that um, and I think to, like with the kind of telling the story thing is that they now the home office look beyond the Caribbean. Mm. So in terms of to make sure these kind of things happen again, they should look beyond the Caribbean yeah. and just more generally. And I thought that was quite interesting. Because mm. I've always got this thing in terms of like, I agree that they should look beyond the Caribbean. Mm. But I always feel like the Caribbean kind of like, what's the word I'm looking for? The Caribbean impact on things can often be overlooked. Mm. And the way I say that is in terms of like, I feel like a lot of times they're not given credit for being pioneers. Mm. In the sense that like, like them man, they had to like, like walk so everyone else could run. And like them man, they came in first, you know, the one who took the first licks. Mm. They're the ones who got them to get in the hardest of racism. Yeah. They're the ones that were getting the beatings. Mm. And then like enough people have like prospered off of that. But then there's like I almost feel like they don't really get the credit. Right. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. You know what I mean? So and I and I agree with that, but do you think are uh, are you saying that any other group gets credit at all or more? Or are you just saying No, but that I, they, no they, I don't they, mean that. But I mean they don't get credit from other groups. That'll come later. Ah, right. Yeah. So yeah, it's almost yeah, like yeah, I feel like, not. yeah, they're not then they're, they're, they're not acknowledged for that. Yo, like, if you don't never come and took that lick, we would have got them lick. Yeah. The yeah, reason yeah. why we never got them lick, it's almost like it's almost like biggest brother. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Get me? Like they mm-hmm. got that they got the first lick, so the youngest brother didn't even get no lick. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You get what I mean? And I feel like there's even like a wider issue in terms of like and this is this totally different conversation. But in terms of like the collective grief and like experience of being like enslaved like removed from your culture like that's not something that's acknowledged within like the wider black community mm. it's almost like it's a given 
But like, do you know what kind of collective trauma that has on our people? Like? It's true. And I feel like like we don't as black people we don't discuss that. That's just like almost swept under the carpet, like that experience. You know what I mean? Mm. As if we just like it's been normalized. But we actually think, bro, that is a mad thing. Like. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, you're right. It was the the knock on effects of that even now. Do you know what I mean? Like exactly. Like it's still it, it's mad, isn't it? Like I I, I don't want to speak on it too much, but. Because I think you're right. It, it does. It does. It does. It does deserve a more, um, I don't know, a more in-depth conversation. But I think it was. Mm. Um, what's the term where it's like it's not inherited trauma, but effectively that's what it's referring to. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I so, think it is inherited trauma. Yeah. That might be it, right? Something like that. Mm. And um, and yeah, you're right, man. Like it, it's it's just um, it's just not even it's just not even a thing. You know what I mean, it's, it's not mm. it's not even considered as anything like um mm. you're right you know you're right it's a completely a complete not oversight but yeah it's just it's just not discussed it's not a thing at all it's just disregarded like it's not really thought about mm, mm. whereas and it's funny mm-hmm. Go on. yeah whereas when you think about the holocaust and, and stuff like that like just for mm. comparison's sake like yeah <laughs> like the, the i don't know man just but then again even even, even with that i don't know like there's there's recognition obviously of what happened do you know what I mean but I mean yeah. um do, is there is there a recognition of the collective trauma of that as well sorry the inherited trauma of that I don't know I don't I, I, don't, don't, I mean I don't know I don't know mm. yeah I'm just yeah but I think I feel like it's more of an internal more like obviously they're external but I feel like internal in a black community oh, this okay. is something that needs to be discussed because it's mm. weird I, the reason that like, I haven't discussed it in the yard a few years ago or the yard man yeah. Who he lived in America for all sixty years. Yeah. And then obviously back in Yard. And he was saying that bro, like, man, the most ignorant man is an African American, da da da. And like obviously obviously the dead man is contrasting with African Americans mm. that had a yard man going to America. And I was like, yo, like, that's a mad statement you're making right there. Well what was he saying? What was his statement He said he said he doesn't rate African Americans, saying African Americans are really ignorant and that kind of stuff. Compared to And who? he said he doesn't rate African Compared to like himself, like you're saying he doesn't be African American. Oh, okay. As in like African Americans that were enslaved in America. So what does he so but so what does he identify himself as being, just for the sake of clarity? Obviously he's a Jamaican. Oh, okay. Like, he's okay. a Jamaican yeah, yeah, yeah. Who sure, sure. immigrated to America. Okay. So obviously that's a contrast. Obviously that's like there's a real contrast in like America between like black immigrants like Caribbean or African that have gone there and African Americans right. who've been there since they were enslaved. Okay. There's like a real distinction there. Right, right, like, right. That's a real, real distinction there, mm. like in America. And I was like, that's mad ignorant. Because it's like, contrast here, I was like, if them and they weren't enslaved there, if them and they never put certain structures in place there, you couldn't do what you did. Mm. So like, to a certain extent, you owe the debt of gratitude to them and there. But yeah. You couldn't be who you are without them and them done it. And I feel like it's the same condition here, but with like the Caribbean they first came here, do you get what I mean? It's interesting still, that yeah. comparing those like two positions. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm only, I'm struggling with that with that discussion and that concept overall because I'm trying to figure I'm just trying to figure that out and sort of um put it in the UK do you know what I mean do, mm. do we have that separation at all does that even does that even make sense that, I definitely feel there's, there's, there's not the same type of separation I guess you could argue because you all claim as immigrants yeah I definitely feel there's a lack of rec- lack of recognition or certain times there's like almost a disdain for kind of they no one really gives the credit like yo like the early Caribbeans were 
Yeah, pioneers yeah, and trailblazers. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't yeah. think anybody like. It's true. I don't think people generally be like, yo, and, that, and that's not even to me. That's not even just like other black communities. I feel that's all. If you want to say "bane," you don't like that term. All mm-hmm. ethnic minority communities. Yeah. All dealt with gratitude to the first Caribbeans who came here mm-hmm. and like made it almost like acceptable for people to come here because they they took the worst brunt of stuff. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Like, not being funny, but like when the when the signs were up, they never said like no blacks, no Asians, no dogs, no Irish. Yeah. You get me? He said yeah. no blacks, no dogs, no Irish for a reason. Yeah. Because yeah. those are the people that were here. You mm-hmm. see what I'm trying to say to you? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm not saying everyone else didn't take. Didn't have obviously every every community had to deal with ridiculous racism. It still does. Yeah, I'm yeah. saying people are not considerate of the fact that yo, like you get it worse when you're first. Hundred percent, hundred percent. You see what I'm trying to say? Do Do you feel? And again, we're just we're going all over the place now. Do you feel that? Um, sorry. Do you feel that we um or or what's the le- what's the level of racism uh, if you could rank it now? Like are do do they still get the lion's share? Like do we, do we, the uh, black um Caribbeans still get the the do they, get, do they still get the main brunt of it even now compared to? I, don't I wouldn't know, say that now because I don't I I don't think I don't I don't I wouldn't call it that simplistic now mm. because I don't think like I don't think other I don't think other people necessarily made a difference. Mm. I don't think in other people's mind to distinction. I think there's just black. Right. Yes. You see, I'm trying right. to say. Uh, yeah, I'm not exactly. saying. I'm saying the reason why they were. I'm saying the reason why I did it at the time because they were first. Yeah. So it's not. I wasn't saying that it's, in, it's inherently people are more racist towards them. I'm saying simply if you do something first, if you're the pioneer and a trailblazer, you're going to get it worse. Because oh yeah. Like yeah. you're you were the, you were the first people there. Do you know what I'm trying to say? I wouldn't yeah. put it now to rank it now. Yeah. But I'm just in terms of saying like they were the first people here, and I suppose in terms of like if you were to do like the analysis, I think they would probably. I think they probably would have, like, for example, the worst outcomes in terms of, like, schooling, for example. I think, like, black black Caribbean boys still rank the worst in terms of, like, educational performance, probably exclusion and that kind of stuff as well. Mm-hmm. So I think there would be stats that probably show that still the impact. Still there. The yeah. impact is different. But I guess that that's different because, like, everyone's, like, born here. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if the legacy would still be because of anything that came before. Sure. You see what I'm trying to say? Sure. I think that's probably a different question. But I just yeah. mean in terms of like the early teachers, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know why. In, in that conversation, I've just got a, I've got a discussion between um, Jay Z and Kanye in, in my head, and I know you're not the biggest Kanye fan, but but at the time when they were cool, he, he was basically yeah. saying um, Kanye as a pioneer for music. He was saying like Kanye is the the native Indian that would um that would that would run out across the hill. And then uh, get all the arrows at his back and say, "Yeah, look, the coast is clear, safe to go now." Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? So he's yeah, 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 he's yeah, the yeah. first one that will yeah. go, and then he'll take all. Yeah. He'll take the flak. Do you know what I mean? He'll try something new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like even, yeah. and I know going way off now. Even when you think about this, this the same thing always makes me go into when you think about his album Eight Awakes and Heartbreaks. Like that's mm. the album when he was just doing bare singing, bare singing, yeah, yeah, and that really birthed Drake. In my opinion, do you know what I'm saying? Like that really. And the first whole basically all these man there, these melody man now. Exactly, exactly. Where and people mm. will tell you that's not his best album. People say, oh, "No, nah, I didn't like that album." Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because it was it was new, it's difficult. You get criticism. I know, I know it's such a weird com- uh, such a no, weird no, comparison. That's, that's actually a good, it's a good, it's a good analogy still. Yeah, you get the flack when you're. It's a very good analogy still. Yeah, when you're first, when you're first mover, like you get all of the heat man and like you said but the the thing is though like so, sorry sorry they made it more acceptable 
But I don't know, bro. Like, people are still horrible. Like, it's crazy. Like, people are now towards Eastern Europeans, towards whatever it may be, Islamophobia now. Like, it's like, mm. do you know what I mean? I don't know if it's actually. No, no, I take no, your point. Of course, I agree with that. Still crazy. I, I, I'm not disputing that at all. Yeah. It's still bad. I'm not saying it's made it better. Yeah. But I'm just in terms of like, like, it's horrible now. And it's mm. weird. I feel like, if you want to go back to it, the hostile environment policy yeah. has almost been a legacy going back to the worst days. Yes, For exactly. example, man mentioned that no, no dogs, no blacks, no Irish. Yeah. Now, in terms of like, with the hostile environment it's policy, like if you've got like a non-traditional name, yeah. like, man might not want to rent to you because man might think you don't have status simply because of your name. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, there's, yeah. There's, there's going to be that hostility towards you. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There'll right. be hostility towards you simply because of your name mm. and there's the, the expectation that you might not have the status to be here. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. And yeah. that's, that's, that's because as a direct result of government policy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, that's true. And, and like, if you want to con- like, um, not contrast, but just say the modern day, no blacks, no dogs, no Irish. You, you had those a uh, period of time, just literally immigration vans with posters just saying, go home effectively. Like, what like, I mean, exactly. <laughs> that was shameful, yeah. man. That was actually yeah. shameful. Like in this day and yeah. age, like it was just disgusting. Like it was one of the worst things. Like I didn't know what was going on. I just thought that this is mad. Like, um, yeah, in a weird way, yeah. And I'm not. Tr- I'm not trying to be overly idealistic or whatever. Do you reckon that this um going off point as well? Do you reckon this pandemic might just mellow mellow everyone out a little bit? Like, might just bring everyone back to say, you know what, like. Hang on a minute, like we're just all human here. We're all, we're all. Anyone can get killed by this thing. We're all the same. Why the hell are we? Why the hell are we focusing on all this negativity and just being so horrible? Like, do you reckon that? Do you reckon that will actually like just soften people a bit? Because they soften people's attitudes towards universal credit. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's changed over. I don't know. I feel people always have short memories. To be honest with you, mm. like sometimes even when we don't know what like on Kobe mm. and we're talking about you know, see if it's going to change people's mentalities yeah, I think it might for a period yeah. but I think once you get back into the swing of things people go back to yeah. the norm and like, people forget mm-hmm. you know what I mean mm-hmm. I think people have very short memories like. yeah 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 yeah. No, no, no. so I, yeah I mean like, I think people have short memories but, I mean just going on in terms of like the report and like the kind of stuff that they discussed yeah. I think there's probably a lot of interesting stuff I think one of the other stuff they had some like interesting stuff on race so in terms of like having like a race advisory board like with like the most senior civil servant and, and like different representatives on it and also in terms of like revising like the diversity strategy because I think what they found is that there were a lot of junior civil servants in the home office that were like from BAME backgrounds yeah. but then kind of, when you got higher up there was kind of very kind of little representation like, do, I guess do you think like do you think these kind of things make a difference in terms of like do you think you can actually have like yeah, I guess let me put my question another way. Do you think you've got like a higher high representation of like same people at senior levels? It will affect the decision making because whether it's empathy or understanding or whatever. Do you think that makes a difference? Um You'd think so. You'd think so. Um Yeah you'd think so. But 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 the, and and I, I don't know, I'm, I'm sort of reticent to answer that because I just kind of think the issue is it's very hypothetical because you need to get them there anyway. Like, yeah. do, do you know what I'm saying? Like, 
like it's kind of yeah. connected it, it, it brings up another problem like okay that would be mm. good but like are they gonna be there anyway so it's kind of mm-hmm. i'm not saying it's it's, it's it's like not in a negative but it's, it almost ends up being a long question because it's like yeah you, that's the bigger problem to, to to sort that part out in the first place like um mm-hmm. so once, until you got that then then you will, ne- you, will, you will never know but you're right that might that might end up being a solution that might end up um you know pe- having people with a a, a a greater awareness of of what it actually means or what it feels like or seeing it with their own eyes what it is what it's like in, in these cases and yeah you know i mean the unfairness of status do you know what i mean um yeah yeah it's true it's true it probably would it probably would help but yeah like that's the, that's that's the bigger issue actually getting people in there like it's yeah it's, it's mad i'm skeptical still because if you look at it to me mm. what is very you can see this is like mad pandering mm. like think about who's been the last two home secretary since number like mm. sadio javid and what's the name pretty patel like yeah. that's not coincidence Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. is not in any way coincidence. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sure. like, like I don't think the Home Office is in some kind of like better, some better department or more in tune with like vain, vain concerns because those two have been Home Secretary. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Okay, but do you know? I, I'll, I'll and essentially, they set policy. I'll be completely honest. When you asked that question, I was more thinking black. Do you know what I mean? Okay. I wasn't yeah. like, yeah. And, and I think that like. And I could be speaking out of turn. I don't know, but for me, mm. I think the I don't know. I don't know what the Asian experience is. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And I don't know if it. I don't know if it is exactly the same. Like I don't. I just don't know. Mm. I but I'm but I'm doubtful. I like yeah. I, I'm doubtful. I don't. I don't get a vibe that is that is exactly the same. But I generally have no idea yeah. about the. I don't know about the the, the ease at which um, people um, people from that part of the world can can stay and obtain stay in the uk and stuff like that so it may not even may not even resonate like they might not even care they might not even no it's not not there's no there's no there's no kind of like rhyme there's no kind of like mm. they're not in any better position in terms of ability to kind of like is that right attain status oh, okay yeah you know i mean mm-hmm. 